Introducing Bluehost Cloud, ultra-fast WordPress hosting with 100% uptime. Want a website with unmatched power, speed, and control? Of course you do. And now you can have all three with Bluehost Cloud, the new web hosting plan from Bluehost. With 100% uptime and incredibly speedy load times, your WordPress websites will be dependable and lightning fast on a global scale. Plus, your sites can handle even the biggest traffic spikes without going down or lagging. And with Bluehost Cloud, you get 24-7 WordPress priority support, meaning you're connected to WordPress experts anytime you need them. Not to mention, you automatically get daily backups and world-class security. So, what are you waiting for? Get Bluehost Cloud today by visiting bluehost.com. That's bluehost.com. Well, I don't know how we start this. Um, yeah, yeah, I don't know how we started either. I guess I'll... Uh, someone's missing. Yeah, I guess I'll do it the real way. Welcome back to the pretty okay gamers podcast i'm josh and i'm ed and we're missing justin (laughs) yes justin is missing justin is in another castle yes yes justin is in another castle and you can find him there at p.o box no um i think that we should point out that so we took a little break um life happened to Mm -hmm. many of us he said, raising his hand. Um, and then during that time, Justin decided to step away from the podcast for the time being. And uh, so Ed and I will be your hosts for now. I don't know what for now means, but we'll see how it goes. You know, we're just going to try this thing out and see, uh, see where, where it takes us. Yeah. And we've, we've told Justin he is allowed to come back, but he has to swear his loyalty to Final Fantasy VII. That's right. We also lied to him. He's not allowed to come back. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's a lie. He's allowed to come back. But he does have to put his hand upon the jewel case of Final Fantasy VII and raise his other hand and say that oh, yeah, he hereby... Swear him in. <laughs> he hereby is sworn in as an official member. No. Uh, we love you, Justin. I like, I like that. Well, time. maybe you could use like the strategy guide. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. I used to say to my wife, this is, here we go. Ready? This is the nerdy card coming out. I'm going to take the nerdy card out of my nerd jacket here and put it on the, the desk so you can see it in visible plain view. Um, I used to tell my wife, who at the time was my girlfriend, I'm going to buy the Prima Strategy Guide, not because I need it. I've actually beat the game at this point. I'm going to buy it so I can read the story, he said in quotes, <laughs> to my children as bedtime story. <laughs> <laughs> oh no you didn't isn't that amazing no <laughs> i i have never bought a strategy guide oh that's a lie that is a severe lie i bought majora's mask strategy guide um but i think that was the only one i bought oh my goodness but yeah i, have, I did not have the prima strategy guide for final fantasy 7 i have a few prima strategy guides um they were sadly, the best though, ones the last one that i ever bought was for final fantasy 13 Ooh, yeah. Yeah. I could see that. I could see that souring you on um, life. (laughs) Well, and to like at that point, um, everything, you you know, you could find guides online super easy. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I I just, it's one of those businesses that kind of like GameStop, cough, hack, uh, 
is that you know has its days numbered by the internet and the internet communities so yeah unless of course the internet communities buy its stock randomly and then of course yeah, your business I just goes out say. out of i don't even know what to call it um we should actually talk about that at some point here yeah we did not actually, have a chance to right. comment on that it's pretty important well so here we are um i think we will do the typical collecting corner with a k i mean i don't Man. collect so i can't really add any uh thing to this i feel i feel like if we do this though it's gonna uh -oh. start to make me feel bad because then i'm gonna realize <laughs> wow i'm wasting a lot of money on stuff <laughs> No, see, this makes it not a waste because then it's on the show and there's a use for it, right? You know, it's not just pretty stuff around your house. You can actually talk about it on the show. Yeah, I just, I probably spent too much money recently. <laughs> <laughs> well, tell us so, yeah. about that. <laughs> How um, do you really feel? I mean, it's cool stuff, so I can't complain. Okay, well then uh, that's acceptable. So yeah, I know I had recently pre-ordered um, some statues and figures. I recently got my Yishtola figure in the mail, and she's from 14. Um, I still haven't put her out yet. Um, Is that how you say her name? I didn't even know that's how you say it. Yes, it's Yishtola. Nice. I am one of those people that sees a name like that, and I just give up trying to read it halfway through. <laughs> Why, how are so you I know her as the Y character, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think. Oh yeah, the the other um, there's Yida. That's that's the other Y character. Oh yes, 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 yes. No, I think I'm thinking of Yishtola. Yeah, as you she's got the apostrophe in her name. Yep. Yeah, that's yeah. it. The I stop at the apostrophe, so it's like why? Oh, it's just why. <laughs> no, yeah, Yishtola, and then. Um, I also recently got my Final Fantasy VII wall clock. Oh, man. That sounds Which, way cool. What, what is it? Is so it... It's, it's, it's a wall clock. It's actually uh, pretty nicely made, too. But I got the cloud one. There's also a Sephiroth version. Mm, nice. And the, the hands on it are the Buster Sword and uh, the Masamune. Oh, um, very cool. So, for the minute and the hour hand. And then um, every hour it plays like a tune from Final Fantasy VII. No way. <laughs> that sounds yes. awesome. Um, it's got a sensor in it, though. So like if the lights are off and it's dark, it won't, it won't play the music because it'll assume you're sleeping. So that way you're not like woken up by one wing angel in the middle of the night. Uh, what if you wanted to? Like what if it, you wanted to wake you up as if you think that you're in the middle of fighting Sephiroth in your dream? Oh, that would be horrible. <laughs> yeah, it'd yeah. be cool if it had an alarm feature, but yeah, it's not an alarm clock. But I'll have to, uh, I'll have to send you a picture of it. Yeah, I'd love to see some pics for sure. Uh, and it's backlit too. That's so, cool. Yeah, that's cool as well. Uh, what else did I get recently? Um, I'm still waiting on. I have my Omega Weapon figure that's coming in the mail. Uh. Oh yeah, and then I just, I just like pre-ordered um, an Alucard statue. Oh, that's which, right. You yeah. mentioned that. <laughs> oh, I'm so excited for that. <laughs> it looks so beautiful, though. And like, I love Alucard from um, Symphony of the Night. It's oh, like such a great the, game. My favorite character. 
I just don't know where I'm going to put them because it's it's a really big statue. And I yeah, don't how big is that thing? Um, I think it's like, I think it's like twenty something inches. Holy tall. cow! Yeah, and it's got like a really elaborate base and everything on it. You're gonna need like a table just for that one yeah. statue. Yeah, that's insane. But man, it's gonna be cool. I don't want my cats to get to it. <laughs> so they're gonna sleep in it. You know, they'll just wrap themselves around inside of it because that's how big it is. <laughs> yeah, um, that's cool. I'm trying, to, I'm trying to think. I know there was something else. Oh, I. So, Final Fantasy fourteen. They just announced their next expansion. And okay. Yeah. Since they can't do fan fest this year, they're doing like a digital fan fest, and they just like released all this merchandise that you can pre-order that would normally be sold um, at the fan fest, and like I couldn't resist. There was a bunch of figures and stuff, and um, I just I snatched up a couple things from there. So there goes more money to Square Enix. <laughs> well, like what what things did you snatch up? So there are these little miniature figures of Yastola, Estinian, and um, Rin, which are characters from the game. Nice. And um, so yeah, I got those three, and then they had face masks, which I don't know why. I, I I've been <laughs> collecting face masks lately. <laughs> I've got a Final Fantasy VII one. I've got um, like a, a Mughal one. So it's just stupid. But they have one for fourteen, and uh, <laughs> actually, there's two of them. Um, so I got both of those. One's a black one, and then one's gray with like all the job class icons on it. Oh, that's so, cool. Yeah. Fashionable and safe here yeah, right? on the Pretty Okay Gamers podcast. <laughs> Which I, I wouldn't wear them that much because like I'm not really leaving the house that often. Right. So the only time I'm really having to put a mask on is like if I have to go to the store or... um. If, like, I have to go into work for testing or something. Yeah. So they're just going to end up on your wall or something, pretty much. No, I'll just, you know, when we do go back, I'll just probably wear them anyway. Mm, Makes sense. You know, just like they they do in Japan when they get sick, they wear face masks. (laughs) We'll just do that here. Keep you, uh, I mean, assuming the pandemic is over, which it probably won't be. By that point, um, <clears throat> you'll be safe from all the people whose kids go to daycare and pick up all the germs. So, yeah. Yeah. I don't Which know. I like everybody. Working. I like working from home. Me too. I don't want to go back. Yeah. Anyway, collecting corner with a K. That's a lot of yeah. good stuff you collected. Congratulations on collecting. I think there's more, but I can save it for next time. <laughs> uh, no, I mean, by all means. <laughs> no, no. I, I'll, I don't want to go through all of it. Cause... <laughs> we'll, we'll save we'll save some of it we'll save some of that's it. cool uh, like, I, should... I, have, I, I have a table that has a bunch of stuff on it and it looks like um it looks like a prize table that you know <laughs> you'd see for a raffle <laughs> or you know the ticket table at yeah. i don't know chuck e cheese or something <laughs> yeah <laughs> like totally the thing does. you really can't ever really win enough tickets for that's awesome i always tease my roommate and say did you put your raffle in today <laughs> I don't see any tickets out here. I'm, I'm going to be calling numbers. I hope you know. <laughs> oh, well, that's good. I think collecting is really cool if you have the disposable income, which I just have never had that. Yeah. But, um, man, it's, it would be awesome. I, I mean, even if I could just grab a, a nice statue of Goku, for instance, you know, Super Saiyan Goku. And, you know, maybe Cloud and Aerith. Those would be the three. I think those would be the three. 
I mean, they have statues of those that aren't super expensive. When you say not super expensive, are you? Is it like hundred and fifty dollar range? Not super expensive, or is it like twenty five to thirty dollar range? Like, yeah, if if you want if you want a Goku Super Saiyan statue, you could easily get one for like thirty dollars. Oh, really? Okay. Well, yeah. now I'm interested. Now I'm gonna go start browsing. We can end the show. I'm gonna go to Amazon and start looking through. And uh, thanks. Good night, everybody. Now, Cloud and Aerith, that might be more towards like $100. I also assume that, <clears throat> excuse me, I also assume that you can't get certain ones anymore for Cloud and Aerith, that it's really a specific set that they are still, I don't know, selling based on yeah. the remake. Um, a lot of those, like they'll only make so many of, yeah. and then they'll stop making them. And then Goodness gracious. That, a lot of statues are like that. Yeah, I mean, this exactly. This is where it becomes a slippery slope. Like, oh man, it's limited. So then that's where they get you. It's limited. I got to have it. So I'm well, yeah, just going to give the extra $75 just to make sure I get it. That's exactly why I like, uh, bought the a la carte statue because it's a limited edition. And I was like, oh, there's only a thousand of them. I got to well, get it. Got to have it. Yep. Yeah. 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 No, I, I get it. And I know about that about me. And so I think. That's usually why I avoid it. It's like cars, you know? I could really get yeah. into cars. I love the idea of cars. And so, therefore, I push that idea out so far out of my head that I never want to touch it. Because I know, just like collecting, but even more expensive, that's something that I could fall very deep into the rabbit hole. <laughs> um, well, yeah. So, yeah. And two, like with stuff like that, um, yeah, you can get it later on by buying it off eBay or, you know, whatever. But then you're ending up spending more money. Right. Because now, so true. now it's increased in value because of its rarity. Right. So true. Yeah. Ah, collecting. And then there's all the things you have to choose between collecting, you know? I don't yeah. know. That's where it's, it's scary. Because, I mean, I could even spend my time collecting old Transformers. I would love to do that. That'd be cool. I, I mean, yeah. I could come up with a million things to collect. <laughs> it's it's definitely easier when you don't have kids. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You still find yourself doing it on accident sometimes when you do mm. have kids. Um, I just looked at my shelf the other day. I'm like, oh my gosh, why are there so many D&D books on my shelf? <laughs> That's not good. It's not supposed to be a collection. I wasn't collecting. I swear. It was I accidental. I started a, a small collection of D&D. Like, I've got some, <laughs> uh, what, third third edition yeah. books. Um, I've got a whole book that it, it's, like, all the anatomy and, like, everything you'd want to know about dragons. Ah, uh, the Drac Draconomica. Yes. I have that book. It's very good. Yeah, it's super interesting. Just, yeah. like, you can see all the, like, stomach diagrams and oh, stuff. Yeah, they and... went all out. And yes. the layer. I love the that they lay out the layers mm -hmm. for all the different types. It's very cool. The, the, like, gestation cycles and everything for the eggs. and Who knew the black dragon had these horns for that reason? My goodness. Yeah, yeah it was, <laughs> like, it's, like, super detailed. And because it's super detailed, that's why, like, I love it. Yeah, I absolutely love that book. I will never get rid of it similar to you um anyway this is not that show we're on a different yeah. show this show yeah. is about video games so um moving on from collecting corner we have been playing games and it's been a long time since we've <laughs> recorded an episode of the podcast so yeah, i sure. mean i have a litany of games i could go through which maybe we should not do that 
I don't know how to limit it though. I I, uh, I have maybe, a few maybe, things to mention for sure. Maybe uh, see now I can't with Justin not here. I can't blame me hitting my. <laughs> um, That's true. When That's why don't you start with like three games? Okay, that sounds great. Three is yeah. good. Three is the low. No, wait, that's one. Um, I, uh, I think last time, I'm trying to think, I was still playing Ghost of Tsushima, and uh, since then I have finished it, and it is absolutely awesome. I love that game. I don't think I'll go back and replay it. It's not that mm-hmm. kind of game. Like I think once you experience it and then you've gone through the story, it's it's done. Um. But that's not a knock against it. It was fantastic. And even to the point where I got to the end and you end up making a choice at the end, which was great. And that choice leads to things afterward, um, of course. But I felt moved. I felt moved by it, that choice. Um, So were you actually allowed to make, like, are there two different endings? Or is it like Last of Us 2 where, like... You can't decide on this choice. You got to do this. <laughs> no, no. Uh, uh, there are different. So, so you, hmm, how do I put this without spoilers? It's the type of ending that the content in the middle after you've made the choice. So you, you do the fighting and you make the choice and the content afterwards changes depending on what you choose. But then no matter what, you get to a point where then you can continue playing, you know, okay. as if like the ending is over now, now you can keep playing. So um, no matter which choice you choose, they kind of magic you back and then you are there and you um, can keep playing the game. Now, I assume that the choices will have later consequences on later games if they make any more after that, which I think they've already decided that they, gro- they are going to. Um so you can like run around and stuff after you've beaten the game. Oh yeah, yeah, because it's like an open oh, okay. map and there's still quests and stuff and you know all that stuff. I did finish every single quest in the game. Um, so Final Fantasy 15 um, has that similar aspect to it, where once you beat the game, you can run around and like do any quests that you might have missed. Oh, that's cool. Okay, good. Yeah. So I, they did a really good job signposting when you couldn't like the point of no return for the major story quest, mm-hmm. which was great because you get to that point and it says, you can't go. If you go past this point, you can't go back. Are you sure? And then I was like, no. And then I went and mopped up every quest I could. And, um, I see, I always hate that in games when they do that. Cause then <laughs> it just makes me second guess myself. Yeah. I'm like, I, I don't know if I'm ready. Well, I have a story about that on the next game that I'm going to talk about. <laughs> um but yeah ghost of tsushima absolutely fantastic game so well done it's like playing a piece of art the story is actually a lot of fun i mean it's not like groundbreaking but it was still still so fun and still moved me by the end um and it even had a little bit of a mass effect touch where a lot of the quests were based on your allies so they were like each ally had, I think, nine quests, like a nine-string quest, string of quests, string. <laughs> I'm going to say string again. Um, and, you know, by the end, when you get to that point of no return, you can you have the option to have completed all nine of the quests for each of the different allies. And they're really fun and great stories. So um, I de- definitely did that. And then I went and cleaned up all the other, like, side quests that you possibly could as well. 
I definitely did not 100% the game, and I did not go find all the different foxes and all the different bamboo mm. cuts that you can do and whatever, but um, I did find a lot of them, and um, man, I just really, really enjoyed it. So Ghost of Tsushima is a definite um, definite recommendation from me, for yeah, sure. I'm, I'm planning on playing that at some point. It's, it's weird because there's a lot of... Um, open world games i think that have come out recently that i actually have enjoyed and so mm. it's hard for me to pick out of the list of them that i really like which ones are the best i think it really depends on mood and ghost of tsushima definitely has a specific mood to it um very relaxed but also the combat is very action-packed and intense and fun mm-hmm. um, but yeah so oh, would you say would you game. say would you say it's like the the best samurai game you've played Oh, by far. And that's not only because is it the best, but it also is like one of the few. (laughs) I don't really know too many other samurai games that are out there. I mean, Um, there's some really bad ones. (laughs) (laughs) Truth, truth. Uh, The only thing that comes to my mind is the um, Total War series with Shogun. And uh, I loved Shogun. Well, Shogun 2, I played a ton of. Um, But that's not really the same kind of game. Yeah, and then there's that one that um, Justin mentioned before that's on the Wii. Uh, oh, yeah. Um, Cold Steel, no. Um, Red, St- wasn't Red, Red Steel. Steel. Yeah, yeah, I think it's Red Steel. I did not play uh, yeah. that game. Um, the, I've, I've the Wii wasn't it. really it's... ever a main system for me. <laughs> it's so. really bad. It's a really bad game. Yeah. So yeah, Ghost of Tsushima, one of the few samurai games, fantastic. Um, definitely plays into the more romanticized version of the samurai, though. So it's you know more about being action packed and how it looks as you're cutting people in half and all that stuff. So it's fun. So so it's like Rurouni Kenshin. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. Okay. Oh, cool. I'm definitely gonna like it then. Yeah. Um, and then what else have I been playing? So keeping it to three. Yeah, I've been two playing, more. yeah, t- two more. Thanks. Uh, I've been playing The Witcher Three again, which my intention. Okay, so the reason I've been playing The Witcher Three is I want to finish it. I really love that game, and um, my intention is to play Final Fantasy Fifteen, which I started the other day, and I'll I'll talk more about that in a minute. But um, I want to finish The Witcher Three before I jump into other PC games, and since that is my main PC game that I've been really focusing on since before. Um, I got heavy into Ghost of Tsushima and some other PS4 games. Um, I want to finish it. So I fired it back up, oh gosh, this last week. And I was at 130, no, 140 hours. Oh, wow. And now I'm at 151. Um, That's so crazy. I've put more time into it, obviously. What happened was I thought I got to the end. <laughs> And I was just mentioning that I even got like one of the little like, you know, you this is the point of no return. If you go here, you will potentially not be able to go back and you'll miss stuff. I'm like, oh, man, mm-hmm. man, I'm at the end, guys. And I, I texted you guys like two separate times mm-hmm. that I was yeah. at the end. Um, and so that first ending wasn't an ending. <laughs> oh, and man. then you continue on and then you get to the actual ending that I thought was the ending. And then. Um, you have this big battle with the big bad, and then that's not the ending. And I'm like, what? So that happened last night, actually, um, which was funny. I got to the quote, quote, end of that battle, and it's not the end of that battle. Or it's not the end of the game. 
it's the end of that battle and now i'm i have a big section of quests to go through again and i mean i've put 150 hours into this game wow <laughs> and i haven't even touched the dlc yet i have not even come close to the point where i'm ready to get into the dlc there's two different dlc packages and i own both of course i bought the um game of the year or whatever edition that has everything which is not how i normally do it but it was 15 bucks and so i got the whole thing and everybody raves about at least one of the two but definitely both are very good the two dlcs are supposedly even better than the main game so i'm super anxious to get to the dlc i just yeah i mean i've tried to end this game twice now and uh well get to the end of this game twice now and uh i'm 150 hours in and it's still not done so it's crazy yeah that's that's kind of how i felt playing last of us too <laughs> there are all those yeah, there were parts of that. Sure. Like, oh, I'm at the end. I'm at the end. Oh, wait, no, this is at the end. Yeah, they definitely did that. Like, I don't know, three or four times with the slow fade and then the quiet. And you're like, oh man, did they just? <laughs> and then you're like, no, they didn't. Okay, wow, whoa, yeah, yeah. See, times. like, I I really want to play the The Witcher three because everybody says how great it is, but at the same time, I'm a little turned off at like how much time you have to yeah. get into it too. yeah well i will say you don't have to you don't have to put that time in i will say that if you just stick to the main quest it will go pretty quick much quicker but, than this but so. knowing knowing me i'm gonna want to complete everything yeah and the problem with that game problem is a good problem it's a problem for two reasons okay so the problem is let me state the problem first the problem is that the side quests are better than the main quest um, yeah. so <laughs> So the problem with that is then that if you do just the main quest, you are missing some of the best content in the game. So that's not going to make it easier for you to, to decide to play. Um, but the other problem with that is I really think that in a lot of ways, this game, even though, what is it, 2014 it came out or something like that, mm -hmm. it still is the bar for open world rpgs in a lot of ways because of the fact that every single quest is it has a twist it's different than any other quest there's really no repeat quests in this game it it raises the bar so high i don't know man i i just don't know how how you can have a normal development schedule see also cyberpunk which failed at it <laughs> and do what they did with the witcher 3 in a bigger scale which is what they yeah. tried to do with cyberpunk so anyway witcher 3 is fantastic i'm still enjoying it and still having a blast just fighting and killing monsters and doing all the stuff in the game but i'm also like man i'd like to get to the end so i can get to the dlc that everybody raves about so yeah i have to say there was um one part that uh, I just have to say this, it's a little bit of a spoiler. So if you don't want to hear it, just skip ahead a little bit. But can 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 I skip ahead too? Yeah, sure. Um <laughs> you get to one part and you go up to the door of this hut and you're you're still looking for the person you're looking for. But um you have to do a quest to have them open the door to the hut that you want to get into. And they open the door and part of the quest is fighting their finding their three friends and you only find one of the three. But um they open the door and there's four others and they're dwarves. So it was the seven dwarves. 
Oh, <laughs> that's uh-huh. the best part about The Witcher is that they always have this like super dark twist on even the books on uh, old uh, fairy tales. It's fantastic. So I love it. It's pretty. That's awesome. I actually like stuff like that too. That's one reason why I uh, was really into the King's Quest series is because they kind of do a similar oh, thing. Did they do that? Too? I didn't know that. That's fantastic. Oh yeah, they do fairy tale stuff um, mixed in with uh, their games like all the time. For King's oh, that's Quest. so fun. Yeah, I, that's what drew me into the first Witcher book, hardcore. Like, there's a story right at the beginning about him taking on, um, I forget. It was basically Beauty and the Beast, but mm-hmm. in reverse, where, like, Beauty ended up being a succubus and Ooh. had the beast enthralled, and that's why he was I mean, stuck I, there, and I'd, it was fantastic. I'd be okay, I'd be okay with that. <laughs> it was so good, though. It was so good. Um, anyway, okay, so that's two. Um, the just, third one just, is... to, just to kind of go off that, because <laughs> you mentioned Beauty and the Beast. Yes. Um, in King's Quest VI, there's a part where you come upon the Beast's castle, and he actually puts a curse on you, huh. and you have to find um, him a woman to fall in love with him. Otherwise, you get turned into a beast yourself. Oh, that's cool. That yeah, is cool. So then, See, I like that yeah. stuff. You have like a time limit uh, to go and like find a maiden and try to convince her to come with you to can meet you just, the beast. Can you just come back to my place? Yeah. <laughs> That's fun. Yeah, I love that stuff. And and I love it because it's like real life in a way, even though it's so fantastical that like the real story is probably somewhere in there in the myth or in the story that was told, but it's not mm-hmm. the whole story. So, um, yeah, yeah, I like that a lot. Last game, I played a bunch of, um, let's see. So I played a little Persona 5 for the first time, which is fun. Um, but And I was going to start doing that hardcore, but then I kind of got convinced to play Final Fantasy Fifteen well before that, <laughs> thanks to you. Um, I have to say Persona 5, though, has some amazing music. It, I've already enjoyed a lot of it, um, even in the small time that I've played it. So it's it's a really cool game. And I, I like that it's turn-based RPG. I, mm-hmm. I need a good yeah. turn-based RPG um, to play. So, But anyway, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to play Final Fantasy 15. And um, I put some hours into Final Fantasy 15 on the PlayStation 4. Um, but then... I just decided finally that I'm going to finally just play the PC version, which I had originally rather do, but I just didn't have access to at the time. And so mm-hmm. I reinstalled it while I was playing The Witcher 3, and then I fired it up, and yeah, I'm definitely playing the PC version. It's so much better looking, yeah, and right? the frame rate is so much better. Yeah. Yeah, I totally agree. Yeah, I actually, I ended up, I, I played it on PS4, but I didn't beat it on PS4. But then when I got it for PC, like I was like, okay, like, it looks way better on PC. Yeah. I'm just going to play it on PC. Hopefully that's uh, not the same case with 16. Ah, uh, yeah. I, I hope so, too. But, uh, you know, it'll be on PlayStation 5, so hopefully the frame rate mm-hmm. won't, you know, at 60 frames it'll be better. I don't know. I I just want to play it. <laughs> but um, I really enjoyed it this time around more than I did the first time. I I think, so I think I mentioned to you, I played like 25 hours mm-hmm. on the first run. I did not get very far. Um, I think there's, I just got there's stuck. a lot. There's a lot you can get sidetracked. Yeah, I think I got really sidetracked on a bunch of stuff, and I, you know, did some dungeon crawling, and I don't know what. Um, and I, I liked it, but it wasn't like grabbing me. It wasn't like oh, I gotta mm-hmm. keep playing this game. 
I, this time around, I don't know why it is doing that to me. It is, um, I think maybe because I watched the episodes of the each of the characters and started watching the movie. I'm like, okay, this is what I wanted, like the hook. I feel more hooked into the world now. I feel mm-hmm. more like I know where the characters are coming from. Because I feel like before I played the game and I just turned on the game and I'm like, what is happening? Where am I? And not in like a good way, not in like an intentional story way. You know how books start, you know, in the middle as they should. And you're like, awesome. Yeah. Like I'm discovering this world as I'm reading what they're doing and who they are. It's not that kind. It was like, where, what is this? Am I supposed to understand what's happening here? Or I don't even know. So, um, and it eventually came around to it, but um, this time I'm definitely hooked and I'm really excited to play it more. I also think too, it's because like now since they, they've released like a lot of the updates, um, there's a lot of extra stuff added into the game that wasn't there before. I like, bet that's I know it there's, then. Yeah. I know there's a lot of like extra cutscenes and stuff that they added in. Um, so that's kind of why I waited to, to actually play it too, is yeah. I wanted it to have everything in it. Like, I think that's all games should be. It should just be released with everything that you yeah, trying to tell much. a story with. But yeah, um, I don't know why they released it the way they did. But either way, I still really enjoy the game for for what it was. It's just sad because um, there's DLC that was supposed to be released, uh, like still, but um, they ended up canceling it. Which is oh, that's too bad. Yeah. yeah, it probably got put into fourteen. <laughs> <laughs> no, it it didn't. There was supposed to be um a DLC for uh Luna Freya. Um, oh man, no. Yeah. And they canceled mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Stupid. And then there was Square. gonna be there's gonna be was gonna be a DLC for Noctis as well. Oh, that would have been um, cool. Yeah. And then there was gonna be one for Aranea. Um who's that like you'll find out who it yeah, is, yeah. but yeah. No, I I don't know why it's clicking with me this time. Even the combat, I'm really enjoying the combat, and I think maybe that's because Final Fantasy VII Remake broke me in. Which <laughs> Final Fantasy VII Remake is a little bit different, obviously, as we know yeah. the mm-hmm. combat wise. Um, better, I would say. I would say Final Fantasy VII is better. Not the best, mm-hmm. still. Yeah. I think they have a lot of room for improvement, but it's weird to watch them progressively go down this path of a- action combat. <laughs> Well, from it's... 13 to 15 and now to seven remake. Um, yeah. I think, I think that's interesting though. Cause you kind of see that too with their older games where yes, for sure. Like slowly progressed, um, getting better and better at like the turn-based combat for sure. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I totally see the, the progression from 15 and then they tweaked it more into seven remake and I'm sure they're going to use it again in 16 and yes. probably tweak, tweak it more there. So Yes, yes, for sure. I would love uh out of left field Final Fantasy game that then is just turn based again. That would be so good. I miss turn based Final Fantasies. And that's what yeah. made Final Fantasy ten so fantastic. Like, oh wow. For sure. This is turn based. It's not even active time battle, it's turn based. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and that's that's one thing I really liked about fifteen two is uh because when it originally came out, like you couldn't switch to the other characters in your party. And um, I know now that they have it, since they've done updates, where now you can switch to um, play as other characters. Uh, so you can play like Gladio and Ignis and Prompto. You can switch between them and, and do cool. their different attacks. I don't know if you've unlocked that yet. but I don't think I have. I, it, it, it's kicked over to them. So 
the first time I played it, you can activate their like specials with you as you know, like the mm-hmm. special moves that they team up with you. And when they did that before, you still stayed in the viewpoint of Noctis and just watched them do cool stuff. Mm-hmm. What I noticed is I'm as I'm playing the Windows version, um, I will activate that and then I move over to their viewpoint and mm-hmm. like it's almost as if I'm playing them, but I'm not actually playing them. So then it kicks me back to Noctis real fast. So I, I don't think I've unlocked the full thing, but it's starting to to lead me towards that, it seems. I can't remember if you unlock it through their skill tree or if it's a quest. Oh, interesting. Interesting. So Yeah. Yeah, because I know there's a skill trees for each of the characters. I think I think if you go through there it'll like let you unlock um being able to switch to them. I think that's how they implement huh. it. Very cool. Yeah, it's right. fun. Um I'm excited to really dive into it and I just need to finish the stupid Witcher to get there. Um and maybe I'll just put the Witcher down at some point and just be like, uh if it takes too long, I'm just gonna say all right, I have put a lot of time into this game. I'm just going to put it down for now and come back to it because um, I really want to yeah. play 15. Just so. just waiting for you to be like 85 one day and be like, well, I'm at <laughs> well, the Well, I finished it finally. <laughs> now I can die in peace. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's still going on. Speaking it's of taking over. too much time with something, now that I've spent 30 minutes talking about three games, um, why don't you tell me about stuff that you played? Okay, should, should I go, like, super fast through mine then? <laughs> no. No. I mean, if you right. want to. It's the the world is your um, something, or, uh, oyster something. Oyster, something. yeah. Um, all right, so games that I've been playing. Well, for Christmas, I I might have, I think I mentioned this, but I got the Professor Layton game. Oh, uh, yeah. Miracle Mask. Um, so I usually, since it's such a chill game, I usually will play that before bed. <laughs> yeah, that makes uh, sense. Yeah, you just you sit there, relax, and um, play puzzles and things like that. Uh, but it's got a really great story. You're you're basically um, in this city. I think it's a French city called um, Montador. I think that's how it's pronounced. Hmm. But basically, there is the mass gentleman who keeps like attack. He's not really attacking the city, but um, he keeps like doing these curses where he'll turn people into statues or turn people into horses and just weird things like that. It's so um, funny. You kind of kind of have to um, solve the mystery and like, are these people actually getting turned into statues or is it something else like stuff like that? And then Hmm. of course, as you're playing it, it actually goes um, into like a prequel game where it kind of explains Professor Layton's past before he kind of became Professor Layton. Okay. Um, so, which, which does tie into the story, uh, surprisingly. Uh, but it's, it, it's actually pretty interesting, and I've been really enjoying the story. I think I'm actually almost done with the game. I'm kind of nearing up on the end of it. Um, the puzzles are great. I love the puzzles. Some of them I've actually gotten hung up on where I've, actually gotten stuck on them for like a day or two huh because um, they they can get pretty complicated uh that's most fun of the, though yeah most of the time they're easy but then then there's some that just like throw you for a loop and you're just like i've what <laughs> um i usually save beforehand because like if i can't solve it i'll kind of read through the hints and then i'll reload my game so i it doesn't show that i've used any of my hint coins <laughs> Because if you nice. if you if you beat the game without using any hint coins, you get like a little crown and stuff on your gotcha. save file. So it, it's stupid, but 
then I can be like, hey, guys, I, I beat Professor Layton by not using any hint coins. Check out my know? lie crown. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> but um, I've been having a lot of fun with it. Uh, That's awesome. And after, after I beat that one, I'm probably going to, because there's one that came out before it, which is the, um, what's it, the Spectre, the Lost Spectre, I think it's called. That sounds right. I don't remember. Or the Which last specter. I think something. it's the last specter. Last or lost, one of those. But um, that's the game that actually came out before this one. So I was going to play that. And then there's another one I have to play. And then uh, I'm planning on finishing up some of the Phoenix Wright Ace Attorney games that I missed. Because I know I have to do the crossover one with Professor Layton. And then there's some um, Ace Attorney games that came out after Apollo Justice. I think there's two of them that I never got around to finishing. Nice. So. I only have the trilogy one, and I haven't even finished like the first game, but I love it. Oh, I wow. love those games for sure. I love the story for yeah. Phoenix Wright. It's like, so fun. The, the whole the whole trilogy is great. So um, yeah, I'm really really enjoying it. And I, I actually played it the other day, um, for the first time in a while, a couple weeks ago, and um, Jumped right back in and just had a blast. So I totally get it. Love those games. Um, so after there's you, Lost you... Future and then Spectre's Call. Does that sound a ring a bell? Um, Unwound Future. That's mm. the that's gotcha. the end of the first trilogy. And then the last Spectre is the start of the prequel trilogy. And then there's Miracle Mask. And then um, the Lost City of something. Huh. Yeah, I definitely want to play these games someday. Yeah. Hopefully I get my hands on one. Well, I mean, yeah, like I said, you can always borrow it or like you can go to GameStop and get like a used copy. <laughs> Spend money, you know, be a normal person. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, anyway, well, that's good. I'm glad you enjoyed that because I think you were really excited to play it. So um, I'm glad it panned out. Yeah. And for sure, like if you finish Phoenix Wright, I recommend watching the anime. Oh, I've heard of the anime. I, yeah, I want to play the games first for sure. But um, yes, yeah. really. A lot enjoy of people, it. a lot of people, for some reason, don't like the anime. But it literally, for me, it literally follows the game like, like scene for scene almost. That's so funny. <laughs> yeah, it so actually, it, it it's perfect because that that game literally plays out like um, a storyboard in a way, and then they just kind of took that and turned it into an anime and it yeah. just it flows perfectly there you go you have your story that's funny yeah pretty much um so yeah other than that uh other games i've been playing kind of got back into 14 a little bit um just because they had an update recently so i've been leveling up my blue mage because now they raised the cap on that to 70 um and of course there's new abilities and stuff i've got to learn for blue mage and then they increased uh, the relic weapons for crafting and gathering, and then uh, the relic weapons for the battle classes. So I've got that to work on. Um, what else did they add recently? As you're doing all that stuff, do you enjoy it? You're having fun playing it at that point, right? Why does it sound like I don't? Well, I mean, and, and I do this too. We often refer to that stuff as working on it or got to work through it or, oh. <laughs> you know, and and I just caught it and I wanted to ask you because 
I have had two different answers depending on the MMO I'm playing and at what point in the MMO I'm playing it. So, yeah. So, yes, I I do enjoy it to some extent. There are things that I don't enjoy. Um, the Blue Mage stuff I love because, like, I do the story. Then there's the whole arena thing where you get to use your different abilities to fight um, monsters. And the arena fights are almost like puzzles where you have to uh, figure out which Blue Mage abilities work with the, the fight that you're working on um, to kind of make it easier to complete. Um, the thing I don't like, to be honest, is the relic weapon grinding. Um, a, a lot of that just involves me like sitting there crafting stuff or, yeah. um, just, just doing some grind with, um, trying to get certain items and stuff, uh, which I'm not usually a huge fan of. I know. I, I, <laughs> yeah. I wish they would make that like more, more involved, like story-wise or something as opposed to just like hey here's a weapon go grind all this stuff for it yeah that sounds terrible but which kind of makes me like genshin a bit more because there there is grindy stuff in genshin but you don't feel like you're grinding it because it's kind of incorporated into you know the quest or the story or you know just exploring in general it doesn't feel like you're grinding like just running around and I'll pick up a flower just cause you know, it's there. Um, right. But even the short right. time I played it, I had that same experience and, and I found that I was, I'd go to an area for quests and I ended up just exploring just cause I wanted to see all the mm -hmm. cool stuff and like run around and it was very natural. So you're right about that for sure. I think, I think a lot of MMOs and uh, other types of games can actually learn a lot of really good lessons from that game. <laughs> Genshin Impact. Yeah, because for, for for example, like um I'll be running around exploring and I'm one of those people that if it's not nailed down, I'm gonna pick it up. Sure. Same. Um, which I had that problem in Skyrim where I'd get encumbered same. so often because <laughs> <laughs> but anyhow, so like I'm running around and picking up every flower that I see, and then of course you might get to a quest or you might have to craft something and it'll say like, Oh, you need fifty of this flower. And be like, oh, no, now I got to go gather that. But then you look in your inventory and you're like, oh, I, I already I have, have like it. A, I have like 150 <laughs> of them. <laughs> like, no big deal. <laughs> oh, I had the same experience uh, with um, Ghost of Tsushima. You know, I, I collected everything I saw and just like grabbed everything as I'm riding by or on a mountain. I'd grab all the flowers that I saw. And it's not so that like way closer to like the mid to end of the game that you have the ability to use the flowers for anything mm -hmm. and they're like well collect as many as you can to do this thing and i'm like oh i have a thousand flowers i'll do whatever i want with them thank you very much <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> but like that's the thing in 14 it's like for the one part of the relic quest you had to literally do and grind fates for to get like 60 drops and yeah. it's like doing 60 fates and it's so mind numbing. It, it almost makes me wonder, like, did they, did they play test this? Did they actually sit there and experience what it was like to grind through 60 fates just to level up a, a weapon? And to me, that's not, it's not fun. It's, it's mind numbing. Yeah. I don't um, like that either. And to me, that's not like, it's not fun. So there's those certain things about 14 that turn me off a bit, but the, the story is what keeps me and, 
you know, just going through dungeons and stuff. Um, I still enjoy doing that in 14 and the friends that I play with. But Sure. That's the best part. Yeah. I, I, always, I always hate when they announce relic weapons. Like, it just makes me cringe. Because I know they still, like, after all this time, they still haven't, like, found a way to make them fun. And they've changed um, how they've delivered relic weapons since the beginning. Like, every, every time they come out with a new relic weapon, it's they try to make it more fun, but it's really not. <laughs> I don't That's know. terrible. They, they say, oh, it's supposed to be for the casual gamers, but... Yeah, How like is that for the casual gamers? That sounds like not the anti-casual gamer. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> oh my goodness. But hey, I want to get the shiny, you know, Yeah, I got to have the shiny so. weapon. Yeah. yeah. That's I always had that problem. Yep. So that I can sure. pull it out and be like, look at all the time I wasted. <laughs> <laughs> I have to have something to show for this. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But um yeah, on that note, um, the other game that I've been playing a lot is Genshin Impact. Of oh, I'm shocked. Oh, wow. That's huge. A new, yeah, new development. Like, I play that game. I, I play it every day. I can't help it. Uh, no, it's but it's co- awesome. That's the thing. You know, of course like, you're going to play every day. It's awesome. They keep coming out with like all this content. It just blows my mind. Yeah. Um, what? Like, I, I know since I've been playing... Uh, I know they came out with Ganyu, which was the new character, which I have to admit, I ended up spending money because like I, she's like my favorite character in the game um, from the story aspect of it. And oh, and then they brought her out as someone you can play. Yeah. That's cool. I had to get her. They knew they were doing that. Those guys. Of course. Oh, of course. (laughs) Yeah, they knew. They knew like everybody was going to like, oh, we got to have Ganyu. (laughs) So, but like I got her and oh man, she's like super OP. So, um, like I love playing with her and she's an archer. uh, That's awesome. The archers are fun. fun. But, um, see, I got her, they came out with like her story quests and stuff. Um, and then. I know they had an event at that time, too. Um, they've had so many events, it's hard to keep track of them all. That's crazy. Uh, what a company. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think, what, what event was it when she was out? Because it, like, it was like three weeks ago now. Um, anyway, it was a fun event. <laughs> I can't remember what it was, but... Because <laughs> there's been so many. Like, there's the one that they did for the the Ice Mountain stuff with the... The giant flower boss that you had to fight, and um, I know right now they have the Lantern Festival, and before that there was the whole um, picture taking thing. Yeah, it's like I feel like every week there's a new event that comes out, which I'm fine with because it's free stuff that they give away. Right. Um, sometimes the events are like real simple and whatnot, but uh, like the Lantern event I think is really cool that they're doing for Chinese New Year. Um, and this is like a huge event where like, um, the whole city is changed and decorated and there's lanterns and stuff flying. That's around at fun. Night. Yeah. That's fun. I used to love when they would do that in uh, world of Warcraft, which mm-hmm. they only did it partially. So yeah. Um, 14 does that too, for like their holiday events. Like they've got Valentine's day stuff up right now. That's um, funny. But yeah, the Genshin stuff, um, it's a lot of fun. Uh, the thing that, that they added recently was like a tower defense game, which um, at first I was I was kind of like, ah, I don't know. Uh, how are they going to do tower defense in Genshin? And then right. I played it. 
and I played it and I was hooked. Like it's so much fun. Really? Yes. (laughs) It's actually a lot of fun because they, they add like all these different mechanics and you can kind of choose like, Hey, do you want, um, you know, we might throw like this random boss into the mix that you're going to have to deal with. Do you want to deal with them or not? If not, you can choose like some of these other things to increase your turret power and things like that. And, you can unlock all these different mines and um, other things. And it, like you have all these different elemental turrets that you can set up. And um, as the enemies are coming, you can also like attack them with your characters and, and things like it's a lot of fun. I, it, it sounds stupid. I know, but um, I think I spent like all day today playing that with uh, my roommate just so wow. we could, like unlock everything. Because it was just so much fun. And like as we would progress through it, it would get harder and harder. And um, I thought it was great. And they're, they're going to be releasing more of that in like three sections uh, throughout the entirety of the event that they're doing. Huh. I'm not a tower defense fan, so I wonder if I would yeah, find it I, interesting. I, um, I never was really big on tower defense either. Like I know um, in Final Fantasy VII they have that like tower defense thing that you do um on like condor tower or whatever yeah 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 i guess that would be tower defense yeah, that was like a, it was like a tower defense um yeah it's a lot better that part that. annoying <laughs> yeah I did, I, did, I did too i hope they don't like, put that in the oh, remake God. yeah <laughs> yeah i guess there's a part like that kind of in six too which is funny huh. is there i yeah, it's not remember. as pronounced where like, you know, right at the beginning, you've got the the mogs, the moogles. Oh, that's right. And that's you have to right. split them between the lanes and uh, you don't really yes. have to do any of that. You just go fight the guys. <laughs> this last <laughs> time I did it because I, you know, I've been playing it more um, and I wanted to see some of the different versions. So I actually played through that beginning part. And I think the last time I did it. I just ran up as Locke. I'm like, no, I'm just doing this. And then I fought them and <laughs> was done with the section. Um, so, yeah, funny stuff. Yeah, that is, that is right. I do remember that. But I don't Well, know, that's good. I, I can't believe how much traction and time you've gotten out of Genshin Impact. Yeah. And then, for and what I it actually, is. Actually, um, the other new character that they released was uh, Zhao. He came out recently with the... Um, Chinese New Year event. Um, so I got him too. I was lucky enough to to um, roll on him uh, with the the gems that I collected. Which another thing that I like too is this um, New Year's event uh-huh. for Chinese New Year. They're like giving away like tons of Primo gems. So huh. I've just been like saving them all up because I know there's another character coming out in like three weeks. So I want to try to to get that character as well. That's interesting. But, yeah. I would like to someday play that game. I say that, um, but, you know, I I could see myself jumping into something like 14, Final Fantasy 14, before that. So yeah, I, that's the yeah. problem I always have is there are all these games I want to play, and then I can envision like three or four that I would rather play before that. Um, which in Genshin's case, yeah, I can't say it would be three or four. It's high on the list, especially with every time you talk about it. I'm like, man, it sounds so good. And I love that it kind of emulates and apes some of the um, systems in Breath of the Wild and just looks something like it. Um, so, I don't know, it feels very natural and fun just to run around and and uh, play it. So, I don't know. I could see myself falling heavy for that game. Um, 
I don't know. There's another part to it too, where the fact that I have, and I'm not trying to bring it up for you either, but the fact that I have so many games that I really want to play that I spent money on, and then Mm -hmm. I'd be playing this free game, just like (laughs) it breaks my brain. My brain would be like, what is wrong with you? (laughs) Well, no, I totally understand that because there's all those games that I bought um, during the holiday sale. Right. And I haven't touched a single one. Um, but you have them yeah, now. <laughs> I know, but like I keep saying I'm going to play them, but then, you know, it's like, I want to play Genshin or I want to play 14 or. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I have to, I have to eventually just kind of break that mold, but it's hard because they keep coming out with all this content. Yeah. I, I wonder how long like, they would, they will be able to sustain it. They, from, from what I know, they actually have like it planned out for a good couple of years. That's amazing. Because that is crazy. When they were releasing um like the big trailer for the game, it went through like a, a seven act story and we're still on act one. So Wow. Yeah. That is crazy. Well, and so that will be the problem number two for me, which is I by the time I get to it, will it be will it feel as though I've missed out on so much that I'll just be like, meh. <laughs> I'll play something yeah. else. See, I don't know how that works because, like, there are there is story that comes out with the events. Yeah. So I don't know if um if that story gets still passed on to the players that come later on. Or right. Is it something they're going to re-release? Like, I don't know how that works because some of the story isn't like crucial to the main story. It's more like side story stuff, but some of it does kind of tie in a little bit. Yeah, I'm not sure how that'll that'll work for players who aren't like actively playing it all the time like me. But. I don't know. It's a shocking game. It's shocking in so many ways. You know, I I feel like we live in a time where development companies have a difficult time putting together their projects in a well enough manner of time that they can produce a quality product and then day one we've got patches like crazy and you have to wait for the patch for this or that and these people come out and they have this game and it's just great and then they just keep adding cool stuff and it's like oh my gosh wow that must be really expensive nope it's free uh just jump on and play download it so that's crazy yeah they just have the whole gotcha system though but. Yeah, but it's, I mean, you've even said it yourself before, their gotcha system isn't very gotcha-y. It's... Yeah, like, not I, like, um, <laughs> yeah, I think I talked to you about this, like, I was comparing the costs <laughs> of of Genshin um, to the costs of gotcha on Dissidia. Yeah. And, like, wow, the, the Dissidia gotcha is like highway robbery if you ever wanted to actually purchase gems and stuff on there. Yeah. Um, I just don't understand it. Like, well, and so that to that point, um, I don't know that I would categorize Genshin's as much as a gotcha. Then you know, because that's part of the the whole shtick of calling it a gotcha system, where you know, on one side, calling it gotcha is like, haha, you weren't expecting this. There you go. And now on yeah. the other side, it's like we just gouged the crap out of you, and <laughs> now we got our money. Yeah, um, we're, we're like gouged, yeah, yeah, a gotcha, but yeah. Yeah, that's like um, in Dissidia with Cloud's BT weapon, like I wasted all my resources and I was actually considering like, hmm, should I spend some money to try to get Cloud's <laughs> weapon? And that's when I like kind of compared and was like, oh, wait a minute. Like if I really wanted to pity 
uh, Cloud's BT weapon, I'd, I'd end up spending like $600. Like, it's not worth it. That's insane. <laughs> like, I'll, I'll wait like a year or whatever when they just like give it away. Um, like they are recently with the EX weapons. Like, I get those like crazy now in Dissidia um, just with the, the rolls lately. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you've been playing Dissidia where they're doing like the anniversary tickets. I have been getting the notifications. I have not been playing it. Um, I fell off two or three weeks ago um, and realized as as I fell off, like I what happened was I I didn't play one day. So I missed a day. And then I was oh, like, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. oh, I wasn't actually going to play to play. I was trying to just keep up and make sure I didn't miss a day. So after I, I broke that that like hold, I was like, I'm not. I'm good. <laughs> I just oh, haven't no, been back he... in. I want to go back and finish the story, which isn't much of a story, but like it's not driving me anymore. Yeah, and so true. it's like, oh, that was that was what was actually holding me in there. Okay, well, so I just have been sitting and watching that's the notifications come in and go. <laughs> that's literally what I do, though. Is like I'll go in and just do my daily thing. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, yeah the no. story, the they story in there, it's not really that like elaborate of a story it's very basic but um super basic and um i think i've put you know a decent amount of hours into it already even though it's a mobile game and i'm still technically in that first section of the game and it's it's the same old like every time like oh look it's another character that we can pick up to help us and then you go through (laughs) and you do it and you're like okay cool now now that I have this character, let's go and do something more interesting and different. Oh, look, it's another character that we can pick up to help us. Like, oh, my God. Okay. I mean, I, I'm, we're past the point of, like, all these different characters that I care about, right? Like, And that was part of the driving force for a while for me, where it's like, oh, my gosh, it's Vincent. I got to have Vincent. Oh, my gosh, it's, you know, X, Y, and Z. And then I'd pick up X, Y, and Z. And now it's like, who is that? I, I, I didn't play that one. Um, I don't know who yeah. that is. Yeah, when they start introducing like the Final Fantasy two characters, that's when I that's when it was interesting. It's For like, me, it was when they did the Onion Knight, and I was like, um, "Oh yeah, Came I didn't three. play three, so I don't really know anything about this guy. Should I care?" And it's funny because he has a lot of like um, interesting dialogue that goes back and forth, and he doubts Mog all the time. And I'm like, "Wow, this would be way more interesting if I cared about you." <laughs> yeah, no, so. I I totally understand. Yeah. And see, that's the thing, like, with those kind of gotcha games is, um, at first when I played Dissidia, like, I thought, oh, wow, this is a lot better than, uh, you know, a lot of the other uh, it is. God, gotcha style games out there. But then, like, Genshin comes along. Well, that's I'm the like, problem. Like, whoa, this is like triple A story and everything. And it's just like blew my mind. And it's like, why am I playing this? Well, and so occasionally so i i i'm on the reddit for ios games and ios game ios game recommendations and then that's a big part of genshin right now is the fact that it's a mobile game um mm-hmm. i know that's not how you play and i i probably would play it on the pc if i played it but it's a huge huge deal that it is a mobile game and mm-hmm. 
I often see people asking for game recommendations for iOS or um, what would be a good adventure game. And everybody comes back with Genshin. It's like the gold standard now because because it's the same game that you're playing and enjoying so much on your phone. It's yeah. it's blown everything out of the water. And it's like, oh, my gosh, why not just play Genshin? Uh, Genshin? It's There's no reason not to. Um, it's free. I think, <laughs> I think they they even recently added controllers. They did. On, they on did. IOS. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, just there's no reason now. So yeah, yeah. What a game! No, for sure. I I was playing it a bit, Dissidia, for a while. You know, every day, obviously. And now I'm just like, I don't know. <laughs> there's nothing yeah. really pulling me back in right this minute. So I'm just gonna hold off. Oh wow. Um. Now I understand why Justin only wanted us to do one game. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, a couple minutes flies into an hour and you're like, whoa, whoa. We yeah. just spent the whole time talking about games we played, which, you know, I could probably go on another two or three hours talking about more games we played. <laughs> you know, if Justin's listening, he's probably like, I told you so. He's not listening anymore. He turned it off at like minute uh, 37. You think, you think so? He was like, oh. He- He's These probably going to see like how long the episode is and just be like, ah, I'm not going to listen to oh, it. Oh, for sure. Yeah. He'll delete it. He'll say, oh, I'm not on this one. <laughs> uh, well, I don't know. Should we, do you want to talk about anything of substance other than the games we played? Or at this point, should we just move into our recommendations for this week and just call it a catch up episode? I think we should do a quick, um, just, we can just quickly talk about that whole GameStop thing. Oh yeah, I mean, there's not too much to say that hasn't already no. been said, so it That's should be true. pretty quick. Um, so I guess we just give the background real quick. Uh, let's see, and and I have to put this point the thing out there that we are not financial advisors. We don't know anything about finances. Um, what else? What else can we say? Don't you know? Um, stock market is gambling. Um, <laughs> all all the disclaimers. <laughs> Um, but yeah, it's so like, it's like, it's like gotcha, you know? Yeah. It's a gotcha game. It's the <laughs> it's, it's a real life um, gotcha game. Yeah. Except when they get you, you're, uh, screwed. <laughs> <laughs> so let's see, um, to sum up as best we can without, without tearing too much out of the story and not really giving enough of the details to know what happened. So I guess, so GameStop has been circling the drain for a while as a business. So mm-hmm. GameStop kind of was on the way out. And so I guess there's a thing you can do with stocks, and I don't know anything about this really. You short a stock, and that is to take a stock from a broker, either buy it or take it. I don't know how that works. And then you go and you start betting against how low that stock will go. And then you return it back to the broker and you make the difference up in profit. So you profit by the difference. Um, Oh, wait. Wait, hang on. I missed a part. So you take the stock, you sell it, and then you bet on it going down. How does that work? See, I forget. I already forgot how it works exactly. Anyway, See, you're this, basically this is, this betting is why against we the stock. Didn't, yeah, yeah. This is why we didn't make money. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I'm like, uh, stocks? How do you spell that? No. So the, the um, you bet against the stock, and then you return it, and you make a profit on the difference, and I forget how it goes. It's either up or down. So they're basically borrowing money um, for the stock the way I'm, uh, you know, getting from it. Right. Uh, so you're borrowing money as you know, and the head, that's what the hedge fund managers were doing. 
So they borrow money for the stock. Um, and then I think they wait until it drops like it did. And then they, they sell it and make a profit based. That's how it goes. Yes. The money that they were given. Right. So they're betting on it dropping lower and waiting for it to do so. So, so what happened was. Then they buy the stock back really cheap and then give, give the money back that they borrowed and then they profit the difference. Make sure to do your research and don't listen to us. So, um, so a lot of, I guess a bunch of hedge fund companies were sitting on a bunch of GameStop stock to make up that difference, to basically bet against it going lower. Mm-hmm. Right. And so they're sitting on it and to the order of like millions or billions of dollars, I guess, potentially, or millions, I'll say. I don't actually know. But I guess there is a group of people on Reddit that kind of watch this kind of stuff. And I, I think Robinhood, the app, got involved at some point, too. But I don't know anything about that. I, so, yeah, I do. I can mention about that. But I'll uh, let you get, get to what you're saying first. Um, so people were watching it and noticed that hedge companies, hedge fund companies, were looking to do this. And so they went on the, I forget which Reddit, subreddit it was, and they encouraged the crowd on Reddit to buy a bunch of the GameStop GameStop stock and drive the price up, which which puts a lot of those hedge fund companies <laughs> in a bad position. So they did this and it actually worked. And a bunch of people bought into the stock and it ended up driving the price up. And a bunch of people, random no-name people, made a lot of money off of the GameStop stock. So at the same time, I think the hedge fund companies are kind of sitting on, so they have to eventually return the stock and pay for it or or sell it back, I should say. And in doing so, they will be out bankruptcy, basically, or out billions billions of dollars. So, yeah, um, that's the crappy version of what actually happened. But it gives you an idea of the fact that uh, basically a crowdfund, (laughs) a bunch of crowd uh, people on Reddit drove the stock price up and put those hedge funds in a really bad position and made a lot of money in doing so. And so, then, yeah, yeah, Robinhood, uh, that app, they basically made it so that people could no longer uh, trade that GameStop stock. Um, and they, they came out with some um, bogus claim saying, saying as to why they did that, but it's pretty obvious that they, they were in line with the hedge fund managers and um, just didn't want them to continuously put them into further and further debt, which gotcha. Yeah. I mean, the hedge fund managers do that stuff all the time, but they allow it. So what's, what's the difference if these people from Reddit do it? Yeah. The part of the story that I found interesting and ridiculous was all of the, and I don't, you know, I don't want to overgeneralize. That's a, a big problem with this whole thing. But all of the quote unquote rich people or quote unquote people who do this for a living screaming about people making money like they do and like right. that it's not allowed and they, there needs to be more regulation. It's like you guys do this every day. Yeah. Why? <laughs> why should you for a it, living? Yeah. Should, why should it matter? Um, so, yeah, it's it's it matters to them because they lost so much money. But um, it's pretty incredible pretty incredible that it happened and it's funny because it feels like a big glaring loophole in the system mm-hmm. that you know wasn't prepared to take 
into consideration the fact that millions or you know thousands i guess of people could go on a social media site like that and just you know decide to drive a price up and they did and there's nothing wrong with that <laughs> no and I, I keep telling people that uh robin hood should change its name to sheriff of nottingham yeah absolutely for sure that was definitely a uh sheriff of nottingham move for yeah, sure yeah for sure <laughs> Yeah, yeah, because because so, Robin Hood wouldn't like let you get rich, and then all of a sudden be like, "Oh wait, you're no longer the poor. We need that's to right. take that money back." That's right. <laughs> We're just gonna watch you. Um, yeah, yeah, it's it was an interesting story insofar as it was games. So it's funny because it really has nothing to do with video games, but yeah. because it was GameStop, you know, right? A yeah. bunch of video game shows and news outlets got super involved and super intense about the whole thing. And um, yeah, it that's the only reason it has anything to do with video games is that, you know, GameStop was basically held hostage watching what the heck was happening. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> Can you imagine being one of those employees and like, okay, you know, we're probably going to lose our jobs in the next few months. Wait a minute. No, <laughs> maybe not. I don't. And, you know, at what, at what point does the floor drop out on all that money that was invested into this stock that was going so far down? Because, again, I think I mentioned it, you know, at the beginning of the show, like it's not a business that's super sustainable and eventually will die out just because of digital um, distribution. You know, it's just not not going to be a forever business anymore. I wonder I wonder how many of those employees like had, um, you know, 401k through GameStop. I don't even know oh, if GameStop yeah. offered that to them, but that would be their own stock. So, uh, I wonder if that did anything with their 401ks or maybe if you got high enough in the company and you had stock options. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, funny enough, I actually had some friends make some money off of, uh, that whole thing. They jumped in on it. Um, one of them actually, was like I've got some dividends lying around. Why not just throw them in there? And they they made some money. Um, and then another one, uh, I think he bought one or two of the stock, uh, and it you know it was not a big investment, but he ended up making like double. And he's like, wow, that was fun. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, I I wish I jumped in on that, but but how I could probably... you ever know? You know, there's just how yeah, would you I know. ever know? You'd have to be like, you know, Biff with the Biff with the uh, sports almanac. Yeah, the almanac. Yeah, pretty much. Yep. What was the one afterwards? So the next day, I had friends who had jumped in on the GameStop, um, GameStop stock. What was the one after that they jumped in on? That the same redditors were like, oh, well, let's do oh, this one oh. too. Um, yeah, uh, I think Bed Bath and Beyond was one. <laughs> um, there were yeah there were there were a few companies that they were just doing that too and so funny yeah. i mean it's terrible in some ways but so funny so hedge those hedge hedge fund managers were just going insane because they were just losing money but hey you know it's karma yeah uh, well i think that's a sufficient use of our time for that whole situation yeah agreed i don't really want to say anything else about it because you know i don't really know enough to say even what i said about it so here we are. So now, it, now I think it's time for recommendation roundup. Recommendation roundup. Let's round up some recommendations. All right. All right. Recommendation roundup. Yeehaw. 
<laughs> I don't know why we went this direction with naming it this. Um, just because I think I'm going to use a southern accent every time. A terrible southern accent, <laughs> I might add. <laughs> well, do you have a recommendation to round up for us? Um, I do, actually. Um, Excellent. So I think it was a few weeks ago I actually finished a show on Netflix called The Queen's Gambit. Ooh. Is that the that's the chess show that I want to watch? Oh, it's so good. Is it? It's oh. so good. Um, it definitely uh, made me go back to my memories of being in chess club in in high school. Yeah, I was I was that nerd. <laughs> uh, I went to chess club. That's okay. I went but... the other direction on AV club. So you know. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was that nerd. So really, which was uh, just to deviate for a second, us standing around watching two guys talk about Warhammer 40k. So um, that's really what that was. Uh, All right, go on. <laughs> anyhow, um, it's a really great Netflix series, especially if you uh, you enjoy chess. It's literally. Yes, what the I do. Show is about um, it's all about chess. It's about this girl who's basically, um, what do you call it? Uh, not like an idiot savant, but she's really good at chess. Um, That's awesome. Starting from a very young age, and the whole show kind of just takes you through her life. Um, I don't think there's going to be another season because they they kind of wrapped it up, so it's just like a one season series. Um, and I think it's about like seven or eight episodes, but definitely worth a watch. Um, I, I don't know. I loved all the characters in it. I thought it was really well done. Um, I think it's actually based off of a novel too, if I'm not mistaken. Huh. Um, but I, of course I have not read it, but I definitely recommend anybody who wants a good Netflix show to watch, you know, during COVID times. Um, it's definitely a good one to pick up. Awesome. I will have to watch it. I, saw it when it first came out on netflix and was like i wonder and then i watched the preview and i'm like mm, i really want to see this and now a bunch of people have seen it and just recommended it on like podcasts and friends um now i have to watch it so it sounds awesome yeah i'm i'm actually running out of netflix shows to watch now because like now <laughs> now i'm starting to watch like all the serial killer ones oh boy yeah <laughs> like the, the ripper You're in the and... dregs yeah <laughs> yes i'm in the dregs but they're still interesting <laughs> to watch but it's not nearly as as good as like watching a good show like that but no no when you get good shows it's like oh so good yeah Speaking of which, that will be my recommendation as well. Um, the Expanse just finished their fifth season. The finale came out a couple weeks ago. Um, absolutely great season. I know what happens in the entire sto story because I've read all nine of the books. All eight of the books? All eight of the books. The ninth one isn't out yet. And I love the books to death. Um, Justin, you know why, because you've also read them. But um, the show does a really good job of sticking to the story of the books really well. And they even change some things, but they change it in a way that they tighten it up so that they have more time to tell the same story, if that makes sense. So mm -hmm. they, in some cases, have like removed characters or small, teeny storylines that are not as effectual in order to make sure that they have time to tell the main story. Um, and I love that about that show. And they do such a great job. <laughs> I can't even describe I, I right from the beginning of once you start the first season and you see um one of the characters that in one of the characters she's in zero g they do zero g so perfect in that show 
and her hair's floating and you're like, wow, how did they even pull this off? Because it's clearly not all CG. It's very much like she is there and her hair's floating and it's just so well done. Mm-hmm. Um, and it takes after the books. The books do a really good job of, you know, it's still sci fantasy in some ways, but it's also very much sci-fi where they try to apply physics to a lot of the um, problems you would face in space and treat them in a real fashion you know it's not like and not a knock against star wars i love star wars because it's an adventure <laughs> you know it's sci fantasy but you know talking about the explosions there's in no space. explosions in space yeah. and also <laughs> you know you wouldn't fight the same way you would fight in a fighter you know it's not going to be dog fighting the same way this show is all about you know moving your ship in zero g in a way to get the right angle and you know missiles come at them and they're shooting the pdcs which is really just slug throwers to hit the missiles first and um there's no shields or anything it's it's all very much like uh like a grungy space so i love it love that show if you like science fiction it's so good um just so well done and they did a great job bringing the books to to life so the expanse it's on amazon prime because they bought it um of course sci-fi the channel who starts everything and then burns it. Um, (laughs) They did the same thing to this show. They got two seasons in and they're like, nope, we're done with this. And it's like, but it was going so well. So Amazon bought it and they're like, no, we'll take it. And uh, they did a great job keeping it going. So um, it's awesome. That's that's awesome. I I kept hearing about that show and it's definitely something I've been meaning to watch. Maybe I'll, uh, maybe I'll pick that up. Yeah. It's, it's great. A lot of fun. So, that's my recommendation. I rounded it up. Rounded it up. <laughs> uh, well, I think that about rounds up the show. Yeah. So I guess, I guess maybe next means... time we'll talk about more things than just the games we played. <laughs> Tune in next week to see if we managed to pull it off. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, we had, we had a lot to talk about though, cause it's been a while. We did. So. It has been a while. And I have played a lot of games since then. So I didn't even yeah. name them all. We just limited it to three. <laughs> so. Right. Yeah. Right. Yep. Um, and th- there, there's some other stuff I wanted to bring up too, but yeah, we can, we can save that. We'll come back time. to it. Yeah. We'll just, yeah, we'll, for sure. we'll be back next week. So Ho- hopefully we'll be back. Hopefully. Yeah. I you mean, know, unless we don't something take another happens. break. <laughs> right. Yeah, we we don't plan on it, though we didn't plan on the last one either, but um, yeah. we plan on keeping the show going on a weekly basis again. So here we are. Consider this our reboot. Maybe this will be a prequel to the, the other shows that we already did. The pre- <laughs> So the in the prequel, I am already part of the cast, and then you find That's right. Justin, and then right. you guys forget about me, and then I come back again. Well, Which... right. So the part of the story you're missing is that you fell in a hole or something. And then, you know, we couldn't find you. And then we forgot that you were a real person. So then we started doing the show and then we're like, oh, right. Ed should help us. And then you jumped back in because you got out of the hole. I, I was just going to like have all of us suffer amnesia. Just like, you know, there you go. That's how you like, do like it. A, like a soap opera or something. How very Knights of the Old Republic of you. <laughs> <laughs> what happened? I don't remember. Oh, wow. I'm a Jedi. Neat. Or, or you could say like um, uh, Metroid, where Samus loses. Yeah, all of her every abilities. single time. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's funny in other games. 
I don't accept that. But in Metroid, I always accept it. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, Castlevania is usually like that, too. Yeah, that does do the same thing. And I'm okay with it in Castlevania, too, which is strange. Maybe I've just been conditioned from an early age. <laughs> I blame Mega Man, to be honest. Cause, yeah, like, for sure. Every Mega Man game, he always like st- starts off with just his blaster that's but that's it. the way he starts and that's the joy of that game is that you keep adding abilities because you keep beating up yeah bad guys you, you would think those abilities would carry over from like game to game well no see Mega Man is nice you know not like the other characters we're talking about who are bad he just doesn't, he just doesn't have the uh he doesn't have the hard drive space no well, yeah no no it's not about hard drive space he's just got a gold heart so he hangs up his spurs at the end and he's done yeah. Speaking of done, I think I'm. I think I'm done talking. <laughs> yeah, I think to on you. that note, I think I'm done talking to you too. I think you're out of gas on that. So, all right, thanks. Bye. Bye. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.